music, play the music, play the music. Welcome back to episode two of We've Lost a Step with Ethan and Caroline. Caroline, how are we doing? We are good. We're still recuperating a little from the weekend. It is Wednesday for everyone's <laughs> knowledge of when we're recording this, but we're good. Since last time we did our NFL playoff preview, which is prior to the weekend, I went back to Colgate University where my alma mater Oh. and was there to watch some games and celebrate a birthday and the birthday and maybe was... go to the place that has the shot club go to the the lovely lovely hourglass uh friday night we didn't make it there saturday night but of course every time i'm there gotta check out my name on the wall and just <laughs> some insight for everyone listening who doesn't know what the infamous hourglasses or the shot club. When you are at Colgate, we have one bar. There's one bar. And once you're of age, of course, you can join the shot club. You get a number. They have just old school binders. And it's either you go to 50 shots or 100 shots. And they're all different. You can't take the same shot more than once. And if you get to 50, you get your name on the wall. Boring, brown, boring, metting metal tile black but when you say for a fifth year it allows you to then go to 100 shots which of course i did thanks mom and dad and you get a lovely lovely sweatshirt the most expensive sweatshirt i've ever owned and your name goes up on the wall in gold of course damn so i went there checked it out did not participate in any of the shots of course now we're old Uh, but it was super fun the team went one and one on the weekend But still a fun weekend and came back Monday, had the day off from work. Never go wrong with a day off from work. Especially a Monday. Especially a Monday, but then immediately had to go in the office on Tuesday. But it's okay. Since then, nothing too exciting. Going to work, making lunch, went to Pilates again today. And boy, let me freaking tell you, my butt is still on fire. It was (laughs) absurd how hard it was doing Bulgarian split squats with no weight, just like on a little reformer thing. You think, bah. I do split squats all the time. My ass hurts. Excuse my language. So yeah, that's my week. Uh, how was yours? It was good. It was good. Very stressful Bills game. If I have to, <laughs> if I have to just say that right off the hop, very stressful Bills game. I think I need to wear a heart rate monitor for the game against Bengals this upcoming Sunday. You do. I think I also need to watch it in a quiet room with padded walls. So maybe a straight jacket involved as well. No straight yeah. jacket. I'm I, I'm not involved in any sort of self harm. I just think maybe jumping into a padded wall would be helpful. Huh. Yeah. So other than that, went to a new bar on Saturday night. It was all over TikTok. The place to be. Mm. Live music. No, 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 oh, no. no, no. It just wasn't as cracked. It wasn't all it was cracked up to be. I don't know. What was maybe wrong I'm, with it? Maybe I'm old. The music wasn't really that loud. Number one, the music wasn't even that good. Number two. And number three, it just wasn't that fun. Mm. Social media hyped up this place to the point where we thought it was going to be the time of our lives. They got you to go, though. They got me to go. $10 per head. Oof. So even worse. And then nothing. Expensive, nothing. expensive drinks. The drinks were tasty, but too expensive. But the bar scene overall, not worth it. Never going back. Two out of 10. 
No way. Drop the name. I'm not going to I'm not going to name it. It's maybe what the bottom floor of houses in the northeast are called. The so, basement. The basement. <laughs> and there was very little base in the basement. So oh, I was that was funny, Ethan. So that was, was a really good one. <laughs> so I was disappointed. And then last night went to the world's most disappointing hockey game the Blackhawks against the Buffalo Sabres and the Sabres decided that they were going to put cement skates on for the third period. And they got completely outplayed in the third and they lost to the worst team in the league, the Chicago Blackhawks in overtime four to three had cool seats right up on the red line. Could see the whole ice, which was really cool. Had a great time until they lost. And then I had a bad time, mm. but all is good. Other than that. Oh, I- oh, I have one other thing. I broke my stick last week. I broke my hockey stick. You did. And this has got to be, for me, a top three worst thing as an adult to break a hockey stick. I mean, it's like 200 bucks. When we were kids, mom, dad, I broke my stick. I really need a new one. (laughs) I've got practice tomorrow. Ladies Ladies and gentlemen, he's 31 years old. No, that was me as a kid. Oh, I thought you were asking them to no, buy no, you a no, new no. stick. No, that was me as a kid. But then now I have to drive. It was 45 minutes to go 17 miles in this godforsaken city. Go to pure hockey. The selection was light, but I found I found a stick. I used it today. Couple goals, maybe one five hole, maybe oh one bar down. So Bill didn't want to spend the money on it, but it's got to be a top three worst thing as an adult to like break a recreational tool that, that you need to play a sport. A recreational tool is such an interesting way to describe a hockey stick to play in an adult men's league game. Wow. But if you think about it, it is a men's league is recreational and the hockey stick is a tool. Yeah. No. Yeah. All the definitions align. And this is obviously an auditory experience. But while Ethan was complaining about his 45 minute drive, I was playing a violin playing a sad song just so you could experience that with me as well. Well, I'm glad. What'd you buy? I got to know now. It's a Sherwood T90 Gen Sherwood. It was the best. It was the best stick they had to offer. What? I I wasn't spending. Also, sticks nowadays three hundred and forty dollars for the top stick. Back in my day, sticks were a hundred bucks when you could get a mission. Green mission, baby. <laughs> wow, Sherwood. Is it any good? Can't be. It's decent. I went bar down with it, so it can't be that okay, bad. Okay, say it again. Say it one more time. Bar down. <laughs> oh, and I, and I have one more thing. I know two episodes ago I said the Sabres were a wagon. They're not a wagon. They stink. Yeah, I feel like a common theme is going to be one episode, Sabres are the best team in the league. The next episode, I hate the Sabres. Why am I a Sabres fan? They're the worst team in the league. So just tag along for the ride. The roller coaster of Sabres fandom is truly, it's a wooden one. That's why we've moved past being a Sabres fan in my life. Yeah, that's why you're a freaking Stars fan. Hell yeah, baby. Go Stars. So we got, we want to move on now to our game of the week, sports moment of the week, pop culture moment of the week. FYI, batch starts next Monday, January 23rd. You won't get really any, any hot takes from me on that until... They whittle it down to where I actually know their names. But for now, if you have a game, sports moment, maybe a tournament you wanted to talk about. Yeah, so this is a little old. Um, It's from a couple weeks ago, but we haven't chatted any golf yet. The Century Tournament of Champions in beautiful Maui, Hawaii. Colin Morikawa blew a six-shot lead in the final round to John Rahm. And John Rahm then won 2.7 schmilly. 2.7 schmilly. And John Rahm now won the first tournament of the year. They also played in Honolulu this past weekend. I watched a little bit of it. Siwoo Kim was the champion. 
believe he shot like 17 or 18 under. So two tournaments in Hawaii, and now they're headed to La Quinta, California, for the American Express. I have a a hot take, a question maybe. Sure. If a professional golfer, you know, let's give some, some insight into why I'm asking this. I shoot over 100 every time I play golf. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, it's twice a year, but it is every time <laughs> and it is horrible every time. But if a professional golfer is winning a tournament at 18 under, do we think we should make it harder? So I think a lot of people feel similarly to you on that. But what the golf pundits would say is maybe the wind didn't blow that week on a course that was designed to be played in oh the wind God. to keep it harder. How about this? John Rahm was 27 under 27 I mean- under par. I average like 12 to 14 over par in one round. He shot 63, which was 10 under par in the final round. So there you go. So it's too easy. That's what I'm saying. Like too they, easy. they need to like put a barrier in the fairway, like put something that's going to like in mini golf, you know how you could like hit the rock and it comes back. Like put that in the fairway. If they're going to win 27 under that's bullshit, make them like draw it around a tree on every single hole, 20 yards in front of them. This is, it's ridiculous. Make them play in a windmill farm. Yeah. I mean, I understand, like, I don't know. I guess you have to get to 27 under two win. That's the hardest part is everyone's doing well. But it seems kind of bogus, just saying. They're just that good. I Yeah, they're just that good. And they the can- courses aren't set up hard enough this early in the year to keep them from shooting those low of scores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But other than that, sports moment of the week was when the Bills game ended. That was my sports moment of the week. I was able to breathe. And now we're on to Cincinnati even though I hate saying that because that was made famous by Bill Belichick. So what was we're on to Cincinnati. He, he always said we're on to whomever if he didn't want to answer a question in a press conference. What a guy, what a guy, huh? Billy, Billy boy, Billy boy. Wow. Well, in the thread, a common thread of Bill Belichick, I, my sports moment of the week, I want to talk about the Cowboys Buccaneers game. Okay. I watched the whole thing. Wow. I just had this like weird gut feeling that somehow Brady was going to like make it close. And then I was going to go to bed and be like, oh, I missed the ending. First thing I need to talk about. I believe you say his name is Maher or Maher, whatever. You don't say Uh, Maher. You say wide left and wide right. Okay. He missed five extra points in a row. This includes his miss in week 18 versus the commanders. Oh, good call. Thank you. Kickers in the NFL right now make 92.5% of extra points. Okay. Just keep that in mind. That man missed Four in a row. Someone said that based on the average of 92.5%, the chance of missing four straight are one in 31,000. How do you not cut him? Yeah, I can't believe he hasn't been cut this week yet, to be quite honest. I mean, I don't know like what the kicker market it looks like right now with who's sitting around working at Trader Joe's, but someone on the street has to be able to make an extra point. They have to, but insanity. It was insane watching. Well, how about about this? They just signed a kicker to their practice squad as of today. So, so they still plan to have him kick in the divisional round matchup, but there is a kicker on the practice squad just to put a little <laughs> bit of pressure on him. Just a little bit. Oh my God. Every time, every time he stepped up to kick the, I mean, he obviously can't hear him, but the announcers are like, Oh, is he going to do it? Is he going to miss it? What's going to happen? And I'm like, you, Hey, you're just jinxing the guy, but like, what the heck you missed it four in a row. Like, but like being a kicker, you can't miss four. I just can't. Whatever. So that was my first. My first. It's not whatever. You can't miss four extra points in a row. It's his damn job. 
I agree. I agree. He's not like he's getting hit while doing it. Like a receiver drops the ball while he gets demolished. I'm like, okay. I mean, he's making millions, but like he did get run over and I would never do it. So I don't, I mean, whatever, but he's not getting touched while it's occurring. There was no snap issues. There was no hold issues, just insanity, but it did make it really exciting to watch because they scored five touchdowns. And every time I was so intrigued of what was going to happen. And usually I never watched extra points. But my second point I want to talk about is Tom Brady. Not his play per se, even though his pick in the end zone was ugly. You G L Y. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly, Tom Brady. You ugly. But I want to talk about where is Tom Brady going to play next season? I want us each to make two picks. Okay. And then we'll see what happens. But let me read off to you the Vegas odds right now. Okay. Top five, Ve- top five teams. Vegas knows best. Sure. Sure. I don't barely understand the plus or the minus, but I'll read them off. Las Vegas Raiders plus 250. New York Jets plus 350. Patriots, Billy Belichick plus 500. Miami Dolphins plus 600. 49ers plus 700. Those are the top five right now. There's obviously more down below, but yeah, but uh, odds are too long for that. Yeah. Of that list, pick two. Well, immediately I go to the 49ers, regardless of the Trey Lance, Brock Purdy situation. The Niners are just a team that can't get over the hump per se. They've been to the Super Bowl a couple times, but I say this because that was his childhood team. He was a 49ers fan when he grew, when he was growing up. So that's my first guess. Second yeah, guess. Yeah, but hold on. Pause. Brock Purdy is the starting quarterback for the 49ers next season. Is if he though? He, the NFL. If he's not, I hope to God that he requests a trade. Not saying they'll requ- they'll trade him, but I mean, I see them making the Super Bowl, and he's not going to be the starting quarterback. But whatever, that's not the point of conversation. Exactly. Thank you. The other team, I think, personally, just based on the weapons that they have, namely Devontae Adams, is the Las Vegas Raiders. They have a brand new stadium. It's obviously a very popular market, and they have Devontae Adams, and it's an owner that's willing to pay to try to win. So seems to make sense. And Josh McDaniels is the coach. So And Brady and him had obviously had all that success within New England. And I also believe that New England should be the last team on the list. Why in the hell would he go back to New England when there's all this speculation that him and Belichick don't get along anyways? And they don't, they're not even that good. So he's not going to New England. I say San Francisco or the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I agree. I don't think the Patriots have enough weapons to entice him to come back, even though it's such a good story. Like he needs a guy, especially after this season, like Mike Evans is really good, but he didn't have a ton of other weapons. Like he didn't have a run game this year. He had like Mike Evans always is over a thousand yards. Like that's just, it's like 12 seasons in a row or something crazy that he's had. But still the Patriots don't have a guy that in my opinion, that he's going to be enticed back. So I'm going to go Raiders. I think he wants to go West coast. I think he wants to stay in the warmth. I think it's a definitely a factor. I mean, obviously I think their stadiums covered or is one of those that can go uncovered, covered, whatever. But I think he, I think he wants to be in the heat still. I mean, I don't know why the hell you wouldn't, but counterpoint to my own point, the New York Jets, baby. That is my second team. He is going, Elijah Moore, come on. He's going to toss the ball 75 yards to him. He can still throw the ball all the way down the field. Him and Salah, him in the New York market, electric. Telling you the Jets, they're going to make a play. But does he want to pay those income taxes? No, but that is... 
Yeah, but I they're my number two team. Let me freaking dream. Dream away. Dream, dream away. You want to know who's on this list, which I guess Who? makes sense depending on the quarterback market. The Baltimore Ravens. I did see earlier today someone tweeted that Lamar probably should be done in Baltimore based on the way they've treated him. I mean, the fact that they haven't given him a, what are they, banks? Is that the money mobile company that the security van? Brinks. 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 Back up the Brinks truck. They should have just parked that in his driveway and refilled it every week before he got hurt. Ridiculous. But yeah, so Jets, I'm rooting for you, Jets. I'll stop by MetLife and give you a little little feedback on what I think you should do. But Jets and Raiders, a little, you got it, Robert Sala. You can do it. You can do it. Do it. All right. All right. Those are those are fair. Those are fair. I think it's the Raiders at the end of the day. I just I don't know how he stays away from Devontae Adams and Josh McDaniels personally. Or I'm not, he, or I'm not he Tom stays. Brady. Or he or, stays, which why would he stay based on that performance? Or he retires. I would probably put money on the fact he's not going to retire. If that's available in Vegas, then I'll I'll bet that. I wasn't. It's not an oh, option. Shit. All right. Oh, well. All right. Moving on. Let's uh, let's chat briefly about the divisional round coming up. Bills, Bengals, Chiefs, Jags. Let's start with Bills, Bengals. I don't have a good feeling, but I'm a negative Bills fan. I'm a negative sports fan in general. I'm ready to jump off the ship within the first five minutes of, of every quarter or period. I hope the Bills pull it out. I think it's going to be a really good matchup. The Bengals didn't play well. The Bills didn't play well. So this is the chance for both teams to redeem themselves and two great quarterbacks. It's going to be exciting. I'm going to say the Bills are going to win. I'm sticking with my Super Bowl prediction, even though I just said I don't think they're going to win. But to reiterate, I may be wearing a heart rate monitor and I might share the stats if I do, in fact, do that. You should. I think the Bills are going to win. I want to go back to my picks last week. I said that the winner of the Cowboys Bucks was going to be determined by Dak Prescott. I think the winner of the Bills Bengals is going to be determined by the Bills D-line for the fact that the Bengals offensive line is pretty beat up right now. I mean, he's still, I think Joe Burrow is still one of the most pressured quarterbacks in the league right now, but I think that is a momentum killer that the Bills need to start on the first drive. Because if Burrow has time, that pass defense, that pass defense, even against Skylar Thompson, whew, that was not, it made my heart hurt really bad. But I think the Bills are going to win. I think it's going to be close. They're going to be at home. Place is going to be loud. But yeah, I think I'm sticking with the Bills going to win. I'm not giving a score prediction because I wasn't even close on any of those games. We last were weekend. not close. Wasn't even close. No, nope. I, well, I did call 30. I said 35 points for the Cowboys, but then they scored 31. So I was close there. But other than you that, were, I wasn't close. Yeah, so. no, we weren't. We, we were not on the scores. Chiefs, Jags. You are the maybe the country's largest Jacksonville fan at the moment. Trevor Lawrence, four Trevor, touchdowns. Trevor, we're going to Waffle House. We're going to Waffle House after we win. <laughs> four touchdowns, four picks. What a performance. But yeah, I think the Chiefs get that one done. I think it'll be an exciting game. Yeah, you're going to shake your head and say the Jags are going to get it done. That's some really hyperbolic optimism there. But at the same time, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. The Chiefs get that done. Neutral site in Atlanta for the AFC Championship. Chiefs, Bills, Josh Allen to the Super Bowl, baby. Wrong. Jaguars going to the AFC Championship. Put money on it. I I trust Trevor Lawrence. I trust him. The Jags, D, played pretty good in the second half. They just gave up 30 (laughs) points. In the second half, they played pretty good. Okay? Want to talk about a resilient team? A resilient team wins championships. Okay. You want to know what else I said? I said the better coach team would win. Just going back to my Chargers Jags pick, 
you didn't did. necessarily say that they were going to be the most talented or get it done in a pretty way. But I'm just saying, Doug Peterson is scary. He's going to have some ideas. He's going to have something up his sleeve for our boy Patrick Mahomes and his State Farm commercials. And I'm telling you right now, the Jags are going to the AFC Championship, baby. Hell yeah. All right. Put it in the books, folks. Put, put it, it in, in the writing. books. And then we've got the Cowboys and the 49ers. Cowboys, they ain't, they ain't winning that game. Sorry. That That's really all I have to say about that. If you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, number one, why? Unless you're from Dallas. And number two, sorry, you ain't winning. I mean... Let's give them a little, you guys want a road playoff game the second time since God knows when. I think when geriatric quarterback, I'm giving them a little props before I say the 49ers are going to kick your ass a hundred percent. Their defense is just too good. I mean, I maybe Brock Purdy will fall out at some point, but Kyle Shanahan's too smart with the offense and their defense is too dominant and they're going to kick their butt. Yep. Simple as that. Giants Eagles. What a game that's going to be. Oof. They still, well, they might not be throwing quarters at Santa, but they're going to be throwing quarters at Saquon Barkley and all the Giants fans in the parking lot. I wonder how many arrests are going to be made that night, whether you're just a DUI or fights between Giants and Eagles fans. I think it's going to set a record. So, But I do think um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the Eagles are going to lose to the New York Giants. Divisional matchup, hard to beat a team three times. We watched two divisional matchups in the AFC, and I think the Giants somehow get it done. Giants, Niners, that's my prediction. Wow. You're only doing this because last week you wanted to call that Giants upset really bad. And then you didn't. And, you know, sorry, Kirk Cousins, I think I jinxed you by saying you could be a 4.30 p.m. quarterback. You are not. But this game is interesting. This game is going to be the most interesting game. I I mean, the Bills, Bengals, of course, are just going to be two high-powered teams. I think the Eagles are going to win, but I think it's going to be really close. Like, I think Daniel Jones is going to make some plays that we're all going to be like, oh, maybe he can be a franchise quarterback. But I I just think the Eagles are going to pull it out. I'm not going to give a score prediction, but I think it's going to be within a field goal. Good, solid game then. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, we have an exciting weekend of football ahead of us, so hopefully everyone settles in on Saturday and Sunday and takes it in. And if you don't, we'll just recap it for you. (laughs) we'll just let you know what happened yep absolutely (laughs) so to wrap up i think we've got a bit of a different ending today caroline has one of the wilder stories that people will have heard i think that has to do with coach buses maybe a broken down coach bus and just a really long trip caroline take it away for us oh yeah i can't wait to relive this this one is certainly a doozy january 31st 2015. Yes, I know the date. It was that traumatizing. I was going to say that is some traumatic stuff. I went back to my Twitter because I did live tweet the entire experience to find the thread. It was a long time ago and I blocked it out. So I had to get some details back in my brain. I'll give a spark notes. We were in lovely Minneapolis, Minnesota with my high school team. I went to a prep school up there in Vermont and we played some league games. I'm supposed to fly back from Minneapolis to Burlington, Vermont. We didn't fly often, so this was so nice. We were flying. We get out of the game. There is a horrible, horrible blizzard in the Northeast United States. Every flight possible for four days was canceled. We had a tournament in four days that our coaches were adamant. We had to get back to go to school for a day. We never really went to school anyway. 
and then go to our tournament. So the decision was made by the coaches that we would get on a bus and we would drive back. Let me tell you how long initially it said it was going to take. It said it would take 21 hours and 31 minutes. Now, mind you, we were not prepared for this endeavor. You were basically crossing the Great Frontier or the Oregon Trail. Yes, absolutely. That is what we were doing in a wagon basically. Covered at least. At least it was covered. Covered. And we had a bathroom. But whatever we left, it was, we left in the evening after our game. We think it'll take 25 max with stopping, whatever. We started trending on Twitter with hashtag pray for Naha. Drove overnight in the snowstorm. Don't know how this was safer than waiting it out, but we were literally in a blizzard. I took a little cat nap, woke up 8.45 a.m. Weekend update. The bus broke down, currently stranded on the side of a highway. What happened with our bus was the heat was working because our bus was so frozen because it was so cold outside. The windshield wipers were frozen to the windshield. So our driver had to stop every five minutes and beat the windshield wipers against the windshield to get them to move again. So our bus was 85 degrees, literally 85 degrees, probably hotter. All of a sudden, the bus won't move. Great. What do we do? We're in the middle of nowhere. I don't even know what state we were in. Bus has now broken down and our driver is out of hours to drive. Because why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it be? Why, why would we be able to? This was just a precursor to the Southwest flight bonanza. Yes. That just occurred. Our bus driver contacts the bus company nearby. They say, we'll send you, we'll send you a driver. Then they say, oh, we don't have any drivers. They say, we'll send you a bus. I'll pick you up. It'll drop you off for a little bit. We get taken to... If anyone knows where this is, Majestic Star Casino. We get on this bus. There are 15 85-year-old women heading to Majestic Star Casino. Oh, I wish I was lying. Sit at the casino and wait. We switch buses. Most of our phones were dead. Couldn't contact our parents. I want you to guess how long the entire bus ride ended up taking. 40 hours with five bus drivers and three buses. I mean, And you left on January 31st and you arrived on February 2nd. For his guests, after 40 hours, five bus drivers and three buses, we have finally made it. 40 hours. I'm not exaggerating. 40 hours. We sat on that coach, but well, multiple coach buses. Three of them. And we finally made it back to Stovermont to only then leave 36 hours later to go play six games in another hockey tournament. God, I love travel hockey. The way of the winter hawk. The way of the winter hawk. So that's my story. I want everyone to sit with that and think about it, about what their kids go through when they play travel hockey. Really travel sports in general. But most of all, thank you for listening. Go Bills. Have a great week, everyone. Woo!